Hi, welcome to the City View Church podcast. We hope you enjoy today's message. Thank you. It's great to be with you here. It's great to see so many faces that I'm so familiar with. We are in this series called Can't Stop, Won't Stop. So if you were here last week, Mark did an amazing job. Uh, He's a a great communicator. Uh, You see, one of the things about communicating is, is telling you what we're going to say and then saying it and then remind you of what we said. Uh, and he did that, yes, last week. So I'm going to follow along that same line. I'm going to give you the big idea first because I want the big idea in your head. The big idea of this message is can't stop, won't stop, because there is no plan B. Can't stop, won't stop, because there is no plan B. Open your Bibles, if you would, to 1 Peter chapter 2. 1 Peter chapter 2. I'm going to start off with verses 1 through 3. Verse 1. So put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. Like newborn babes, newborn infants... Long for the pure milk, pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up into salvation, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. We we, we can't stop, we won't stop, because the time is now. Uh, Starting off there in verse number one, it starts off in the English Standard Version, So put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. Uh, This is not how we we speak here in English, uh, or I should say here in America. We start off a sentence with, so how you doing? Uh, Some translations start off the sentence with, therefore, and... When you see the word therefore, you need to find out what it is there for. And so, so, in this case, is referring back to the previous chapter. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 24 and 25, it says, For all flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers and the flower fades but the word of the Lord remains forever. Uh, when I was in Uganda um, one time, uh, I like to take pictures. I like to take photos. And, and I particularly like to take pictures of flowers. My wife gets tired of all the flower pictures I take. But um, this flower right here was right outside of my, my room. We were stuck in COVID jail, and we couldn't leave for seven days, and so I got to watch this flower day after day, and, and I'd go out in the morning, and it would look something like this, but by the end of the day, the flower 
had shriveled up and fallen off. I thought, wow, that didn't last very long. So the next day, same plant, different location, another flower had come up, looks just like that. And by the end of the day, it had withered up and fallen off. First Peter chapter 1 tells us that the, the flowers fade and, and, and they will fall, the grass withers. What that tells us is the time is short. We, we don't have a lot of time. So in, in chapter 2, in verse 1, it says, because we don't have a lot of time. That's all encompassed in that word, so. Because we don't have a lot of time, put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. The time is now. Uh, this is not something that we look at and we go, I will do something with the kingdom when, when I get old. Brian, you, you've lived your life, and when I get to be your age, then I'll do something. No, the time is now. The time is short. I love seeing the young people going to the Dominican Republic. The time is now. Uh, yes, they could go in the future, uh, but the time is now. The time is now, so discard or put away all malice, all deceit, all hypocrisy and envy, and all slander. Uh, discard what is weighing you down. I, I'm a fan of the Olympics. As you could tell, I am not a participant in the Olympics. I have things that are weighing me down. But you, you look at the, the Olympic runners. I have never seen an Olympic runner wearing a snowsuit, wearing a parka, uh, wearing things that are going to weigh them down. No, they, they take all of that off. Even if they're, they're wearing a warm-up suit, when it comes time for the race, they discard that. They take it off. They lay it aside because that is going to slow them down. Peter is telling us there are things in your life you just don't need to carry around. You don't need malice. You, you, you don't need to be spiteful. You don't need to carry around bitterness with you. It's going to weigh you down. Put away all deceit. Uh, when you dig into the word in Greek, it has to do with being a manipulator. Trying to make things go your way and, and, and using deceit to try to get your way. That's going to slow you down. Because your way may not be God's way. I see people often, they say, well, I'm going to pray that God will do what you've asked him to do. And then if God doesn't do that particular thing, that person gets all upset. Well, I thought God was, was going to do this. Let me ask you something. Who has a better plan? You or God? 
What if God doesn't give you what you've prayed for because he has a better plan for you, but yet you're trying to manipulate things to come out in your favor? Lay that aside. That's going to slow you down. That's going to take you away from what is best because God's plan is best. Sorry to be the bearer of that kind of news. Uh, You are not as important as you think you are to your own well-being. Your plan is not the best. The Lord's plan is the best. Don't Try to manipulate things. Lay that aside. All hypocrisy. Uh, Be genuine. Be who you are. Trying to put on a face, trying to put on uh, a show for others is going to weigh you down. Because it's not who you are. And all slander. Uh, Talking about people behind their back. Trying to um, push someone else down to elevate yourself. Put it away. Put it away. You don't, you don't need that in your life. It's going to slow you down. Uh, but verse 2 of chapter 2 says, Like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up into salvation. Pound the energy drink. Pound the muscle milk. Pound what what is going to develop you and grow you in your spiritual life. Uh, Many of you have multiple children. That is, God trusts you much more than he does me. He only trusted me with one daughter. Our daughter was born... Uh, six weeks premature. Very, very, very small. And she was in the, what was called the neonatal intensive care unit. Now they just call it the NICU. But they wanted her to grow. She weighed three pounds, three ounces when she was born. And so in order for her to grow, they would put a tube down her throat into her stomach. And we were so excited as we would hold this little syringe full of formula and it would just drain down into her stomach. They didn't want her to use any energy for sucking. They wanted all of her energy, all of her nutrients to go towards growing. We, we need to be that way. We need to lay aside anything that does not aid in our spiritual growth. Just so you know, my daughter's 37 now, has two kids. She did great. But that's because we, we were concentrating on her spiritual growth, on her physical growth. And we now have a, an adult daughter and we have grandchildren. Am I doing... Thank you. See the, the two-sided one. Um, wow, that's really loud now. Um, desire 
spiritual muscle milk. When bodybuilders are working out, they are pounding the muscle milk. They are pounding the energy drink. They are doing what their body needs to grow strong. We need to do that spiritually. So what does that mean? We need time in the Word. Brian, you're a pastor. That's what you're supposed to say. It's true. We need time in the Word. Uh, We need time in worship. We need time in prayer. We need time in fellowship together. Iron sharpens iron. Uh, We grow when we're together encouraging one another to good works. We need to avoid anything that takes away from your spiritual growth. Well, Brian, I, I, these Netflix series are not going to binge themselves. I understand that. Am I saying binging on movies and things like that is bad? May or may not be. But is it the best? Uh, Can you imagine if you binged that much on the Word of God? In in Egypt, I worked with a group of young people. They call themselves the Ezra generation. Within two years, they had read the entire Bible. They had read the entire Bible aloud to the group, and they had handwritten a copy of the entire Bible within two years. These aren't a group of old people. These are 20 to 30-year-olds. Where do you find time to handwrite a copy of the Bible? Not by watching, not by binging Netflix. It's by binging the Word of God, uh, pounding the muscle milk, pounding that which helps you to grow In 1 Peter chapter four, 2, verses 4 through 8. As you come to him, a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious. You yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it stands in Scripture. Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone chosen and precious. And whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. So the honor is for you who believe. But for those who do not believe, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. And a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, they stumble because they disobey the word as they were destined to do. So we can't stop. We won't stop building the building. The spiritual building that we are building is the church of Jesus Christ. I don't mean just the local body, like where we're meeting today. I don't mean we are building 
the physical building. I mean, we are the living stones that are building the worldwide church of Jesus Christ. Living stones. Uh, You and I are the building blocks of the church of Jesus Christ. The Bible also tells us that you are a holy priesthood. As priests of God, you and I have a job to do. This is not a job that's just reserved for paid church staff. You have a purpose. I have a purpose. Uh, These young people who are going to the Dominican Republic have a, a purpose. But we don't say, that is your job. That is these young people's job. That is the pastor's job. Uh, we, we, we hire people. We give money to missions. We, we, we want somebody else to do it. We are the building blocks. You are a building block. You are a living stone. A living stone that grabs other building blocks and puts them in place. We have a purpose, and we can't stop. We won't stop building the church of Jesus Christ. The purpose of a priest is to offer spiritual sacrifices. 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were God's people, once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Uh, we can't stop, we won't stop, because this is who we are. Notice Peter does not say, you are chosen races. He says, you are a chosen race. Uh, As I travel throughout the world, uh, and I'm leaving on Tuesday for six weeks in East Africa, I am not being called to a different race. I am being called to the chosen race. Uh, You and I, no matter what the color of our skin is, you and I are of one race. We are a chosen race. Uh, This word chosen is the same word that Peter uses for Jesus being the chosen cornerstone. So just as Jesus is chosen by God, you and I are chosen by God. This is not just an accident that you are here. Uh, It's not just because you were born in America or born to a Christian family. You were chosen by God. You were chosen for a purpose. God doesn't choose us and then set us aside, saying, 
Okay, just wait for eternity. It's going to be really cool then. God chooses us for a reason. In verse 9 of chapter 2, the reason says, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Uh, to proclaim means to declare or uh, report or to announce. Uh, the root word has to do with angels. Uh, angels who proclaim a message. I think of angels that would come and tell the shepherds, Jesus is being born in Bethlehem. They had a message to proclaim. We have a message to proclaim. We have the excellencies of Jesus Christ. The excellencies of what God has done. In South Asia, God took me to a little village and introduced me to a, a woman named Nagamani. When I met Nagamani, she had a tumor that covered her face. You could not see her right eye, but you could see the trail of the tears that would run down her cheek. God orchestrated events and people and finances to get her some help, and we, we got her some help. We found out what the problem was, got her back to her village, and then COVID hit. We lost contact with her, and when we were finally able to get people back, she had been healed. The smile on her face was incredible. And she says, I want to have a, a message. I want to have a service in my home where I can tell people what God has done for me. Nagamani has never been to Bible college. What could she proclaim? She could tell others what God did for her. How God healed her body, how God restored her marriage, how God brought her family back together, and how God met her where she was. And she proclaimed that message to her village, and we saw eight people come to Christ. You have a message to proclaim. Brian, we, we, we send teams to do that. Uh, we have pastors to do that. We support missions to go do that. You have that message. There are people that you will touch that I will never even meet. There will be people you know that I will never know. And, and you may not have a deep theological education but you can proclaim the excellencies of what Jesus Christ has done for you. The hope that he has brought to your life, the healing he has brought to your life, uh, the salvation that he has brought to your life. That's what we are to proclaim. Proclaiming the excellencies of the Lord is not limited to the music on a Sunday morning. It's to be our lifestyle. We are to be those who proclaim the excellencies of our God.
We can't stop. We won't stop. Because you are not of this world. We are sojourners. We are exiles. Uh, We are citizens of a foreign land. As I travel around the world, I see some beautiful places. I, I see places that my heart longs to go back to. But I don't buy a house there. I, I, I don't start a family there because I'm a citizen of this country. I don't get settled in there because my citizenship is in a different country. You and I have a citizenship that is not of this world. We have a citizenship in heaven. We are just here on mission. We are here to proclaim the excellencies of our God to a dark nation, to a dark world who needs to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. Putting down roots in a land that is not my home would work against what God has called me to do. Getting too involved in this world is going to hinder you from doing what God has called you to do. The passions of your flesh war against your very soul. As you indulge your flesh, it is fighting against who you are. In chapter in verses 1 and 2 it says that stuff Put, take it off. Put it aside. It's, it's, it's external. Our, our flesh is external to us. But desire the pure spiritual milk. Uh, crave the muscle milk, the spiritual muscle milk that builds us up from the inside as who we really are. Indulging your flesh will keep you from running the race the Lord has put before you. We can't stop. We won't stop. Because there is no plan B. God has chosen you. God has called you. God has given you a purpose. Set aside everything that keeps you from that purpose to proclaim the excellencies of our God to a dark, dying world. Let me pray for you. Lord, we ask that you would reveal to each one of us today something that we need to lay aside. Lord, give us a fresh vision of being chosen by the living God called with a purpose to build the church of Jesus Christ and to proclaim the excellencies of our God to a world that needs to hear it so badly. Lord, build us up. Lord, 
give us a desire for that spiritual muscle milk. Lord, that we may have the strength to go forth in your power for your glory. We can't stop. We won't stop. Because there is no plan B. Lord, use us for your kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to click that follow button and tune in next week for another great message.